I kind of also expected that we'll be talking more about the awful side of getting fired, but I think that it's also a good thing. Hi, designer, and welcome to a new episode of Honest UX Talks. Today we will be having kind of a different, if you want, uh, conversation than we normally do. We, although we start all our conversations with sharing a little bit from our personal lives as designers, uh, personal work lives mostly as designers, but also some bits of personal life, uh, today we will be focusing on that only. So it's going to be pretty honest, pretty raw uh, with, with this um, very suspenseful uh, intro. I'm going to go ahead and ask Anfisa, which is pretty much the theme for today's episode, how was her last week or her la- the past couple of weeks? Um, hello, everybody. Uh, well, first of all, re- welcome on the next episode. I'm really excited to finally be able to talk about it. But uh, 20 days ago, I basically wake up without any job anymore. <laughs> so what happened is that one morning I wake up and um, it was Monday. And the first thing I see is that there is this email saying that there will be some changes. No specific details yet. As the day progresses, we we see that some of our very important colleagues, um, some of them are in a very high, I guess, positions, are gone in Slack. And some of them are able to say like goodbye in a second and before they were deactivated. So it was like a roller coaster of a day, I would say. But that was mainly in US, where I'm located in Czech Republic. And so when we go to sleep, we are all... Um, feeling that, well, tomorrow will be more interesting probably for us because right before we finish the day, <laughs> we got this another email or invitation for the meeting uh, that will be happening tomorrow on Tuesday with some details we need to learn about. So next morning we wake up and pretty much everybody is aware that, I guess, I will not say the whole office, but 90% of the office is gone. Um, so... Long story short, our company has gone through a major restructure. Um, This year was interesting because previously, so my company is working a lot with like uh, remote access and securities and workspace. And uh, last year before, because of the coronavirus and people going remote, the company was really growing fast and their stock price was going up and it was all exciting. But this year they also kind of committed to deliver the same results, which didn't happen, their stock really majorly dropped. And so at the end of it, um, they realized they need to restructure a whole company, the whole portfolio and stuff like that. And so as a result of it, a lot of a lot of people, I'm not going to go into details. If you're interested, you can just read about it. Uh, but a lot of a lot of people lost their jobs, especially some of the people were really high in the positions. But since their structure was major and some portfolio parts were decided to sort of be not to say discarded, but not proceeded with so the product part i was working on was also sort of discarded and as a result of it our office was gone um but it's very interesting because as of today i'm still working at the company um and i'm gonna work for it for a couple of months and i'm not sure even if i can talk about the details of it uh, i think i'll keep it to myself for now but one one thing i can say is that uh, i'm gonna be very passively involved with the company while I'm already starting to look out for a new job. And um, 
I think I, I mentioned in a post where, well, in my Instagram post, I mentioned that it's an interesting journey I was going through because, of course, the first day it's like, whoa, it's like heartbreaking and overwhelming. And even before they announced to us this news, um, I woke up and my LinkedIn was full of HR like invitations and messages like, hey, we're looking for a designer and all that. I was like, what's going on? Why do I have all those messages? So many HRs already knew before we knew obviously it's like this market where you have to be aggressive and go for it ASAP so that what happened and so the first I think the first week was really overwhelming because first there's a lot of news to take on to understand what's going to happen with your role with your projects we just went through the through the next stage um, planning for the work and now it was all like we didn't know what's going to happen now um Luckily, we are in Europe. In Europe, we are protected. We have all those securities that even if you are being laid off, you will have a couple of months of severance payment. That's really, really, really exciting for me. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you have to have two months of notice, which is basically what happens right now. My company, that is why I'm not being, you know, cut off completely. Um, but, but yeah, basically, long story short, I'm still sort of involved, but we already know that we are not going to work in this company moving forward in the next year. And that's why I'm looking for new companies. But this first week when I was talking about it, it was overwhelming because there were so many opportunities just incoming in my DM. And I was still shocked of the news and I was still shocked about all the projects I was so attached to. And in general, it was like, oh my God, I just want, I want to be this ostrich that hides my head in the, in the sand and just doesn't look out like it just I wanted to hide away somewhere and only next week you know after after the emotions were a little bit more like calm and I processed this information the next week I started to look out on this and I was like oh actually maybe this is a great opportunity because looking into the market looking into my LinkedIn DM I could see that there's so many companies that are looking for designers and obviously in the last couple of years there are more opportunities increased so it kind of opened up the door for more markets for maybe more exciting projects if you will and obviously as a senior designer I think it's pretty good to be in those shoes at this point because I don't know probably I haven't talked about it much but in the past I also lost jobs in the beginning of 2020 uh, but it was a contractor and it was a different story. It was like no jobs are happening and also no payment for you <laughs> because you were a contractor. Whereas now it's a totally different situation because I got, I was in a secure place as an employee and also there are so many opportunities. So I switched my perspective like a kid in a, in a candy shop looking for all those companies, all those markets, all those different cultures, design cultures and thinking what is the, what, what is it that I want to have today? <laughs> And it probably sounds very privileged, <laughs> but but I'm just saying how it is right now. Um, and yeah, and the last thing I wanted to mention is that also when I kind of processed it and changed my perspective and started realizing that it's actually for a good, probably, of course, we'll see, but it's probably for the good because one thing I did, I was reflecting over the weekends and I was just trying to see what is it that I was not enjoying and working in the bigger companies what is it that I would want to keep and what is it that I want to improve or change in the future and and then of course you know going through those very honest questions like what kind of UX design maturity stage company I'm targeting what kind of industry it is for me 
what I'm excited about it, what kind of team I'm looking for, what kind of maybe, I don't know, what design manager would I want to have, what kind of, I don't know, like even challenges would I want to have. So it's just like really being honest with yourself and trying to understand what do I target, because Chexin is not super tech, but there are opportunities. If I look into it from the bird side, I would say maybe there are around 15 pretty good companies in the middle stage growth, um, meaning that it's not startups, not corporations, that's where I'm targeting. So there are companies there, but it's not like, oh, there is millions of them. And so I need to be honest with myself and trying to understand which one I'm more excited about. I'm still going to try to talk to most of them, but um, for sure I have some companies that I'm more excited about, but we'll see. That's enough of the <laughs> introduction of it for now. Well, I have a couple of emotions and thoughts about everything that you've shared with us. I feel that on one hand, it's... I mean, it feels deeply like it's a it's a call for new opportunities and for actual growth and that, I don't know, there's a saying in Romanian, I think that it's not just in Romanian, that all, all bad things happen for good things to happen. Uh, but I truly feel like this is the case now because not only that by experiencing these painful moments we grow, but we also kind of we're kind of forced to get ourselves out there in the world and and ask this question the questions that you're asking. It's it's an invitation for um, self reflection and and figuring out what what we want to do with our career. So it's hard. I don't want to minimize the pain of of finding out that your job won't exist anymore in two months, or sometimes it's even worse. It's like tomorrow. That's it. You're done. Uh, but also I feel that with, with the right framing, it's, it's, it's a call for new opportunities and, and it's definitely your case. I, another interesting thing that I've, I, I am observing by, by listening to you is that I love this overlap of the end of the year when you're reconsidering what you want to do with your life and, uh, in the next year. And, and at the same time, it's a, it's an end, an official end of a stage, a chapter in your life. And I feel like it's just like setting so much ground for new beginnings. And um, that's actually exciting. I'm, I'm super excited to, uh, to see where you're gonna go <laughs> uh, in your next stages, in the next stages of your career. But uh, I think that I also want to unpack this. Um, but before that, I just want to spend just a couple of more moments in unpacking what, what, uh, what happened with the news and everything. So uh, you touched upon it briefly, but maybe for the people out there who have also experienced this or may at some point, unfortunately, experiencing in their life, uh, be experiencing in their life. What, what were the feelings that you had? So how did it actually feel? What, what were the um, emotions you had to deal with? How did you deal with them? And um, I know that you briefly mentioned some thoughts that you had, some, some like this small journey over the days. But if you could like talk more about how it felt and how hard it was to deal with that. Yeah, of course. Um, honestly, I think it was a lot of mixed emotions from the beginning to the end, because as I said, like first day, it was not our office. It was like people in US and it was shocking, shocking, crazy. It was a lot of unknown, confused, messed up, because like I said, in US people are, are fired in a different way. It's not that you can, you know, have your security and you have some nice severance payment package. 
And when we saw this happens, you know, the whole life, maybe many people are actually identifying themselves with their jobs. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that that's happening. And so when you wake up and you are in, in like in a matter of a couple of minutes, you're out of system and your email is not working, your Slack is cut off and all your projects are kind of, you know, if they're in cloud, they're cut off. And so I felt very great. Like it was definitely very overwhelming to just see this. And so when I was going to sleep, I was already going through this roller coaster of like, whoa, this is, whoa, like this is shocking. And when I woke up next morning and I was already kind of feeling that's probably something that's going to happen with our jobs as well, but we are in Europe, so I was a bit more lightweighted than this. Um, so yeah, next morning when I wake up, I, I already knew. And again, that was like a mixed emotions because it was not as shocking anymore. It's not that you wake up and you're out of system and you have zero time to process it and say goodbyes and all that. But um, but you're like waking up and you're like, oh, okay, so that happened. I was ex- kind of expecting this. So next thing is my, more like, oh my God, what, what's going to happen? What does it mean? You know, all these questions about everything you have done so far and, and every project and all the accesses to to your projects and all the planning you've done and all the work that you're involved in and crossover work you know where people need to be communicated with before you're gone it's just like it have a lot of questions but we also had a lot of information sessions about the next steps so it was also a lot of things to take in because it was not just like work information but legal information so not of not everything i was understanding right away the timeline was confusing the steps were confusing the paperwork was confusing just it was a lot honestly I, I woke up not sh- like I mean I woke up kind of expecting it to be honest however when you know all the information started to come in I was like oh gosh it's so confusing so overwhelming I just I just want to hide I want to get away somewhere and also we were offered an opportunity to transition to another company that Citrix recently bought and it was a lot because obviously you are involved with Citrix. We are not involved in this other company. We have no, you know, understanding of what's the company working on, whether their projects, what their team, what's the dynamic there. We were just offered that without any loss, you can transition to this company. Same salary, same conditions, just start next month, basically. And for me, it was very much a lot to take on. I mean, it's nice that you have this opportunity for people who are on visas and they need it. Some people did use this opportunity, but for me, it was not a good opportunity because um, it's like you're still heartbroken, but you're now starting this new relationship you're not committed to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's just like strange. It's very strange. You you didn't go through the process to be, get hired. You didn't talk to people working there. Uh, you didn't get a sign-in bonus, which usually makes you excited to start your job. You didn't go through any of this. And it's an end of the year and you're tired. You're probably a little bit burnt out. You probably want to have a little time off. And you're not going in any of this. You're just starting this new job with a lot of new information, more overwhelm and all of that. So for me, it was like, oh boy. And we were sort of time pressure to decide if we want to move to that company. So it was just a lot. And just, I guess the major feeling was overwhelm. One thing I, I knew I'm going to miss so much and, and the company I'm working at is my design manager. Uh, because, well, we actually talked to the design managers right after the news and uh, just, you know, expressed our feelings. And uh, it was like very heartbreaking for me because I really, really love um, having the design manager. It helped me to grow a lot. And we even had some deers, you know, it was really, really nice. And like, 
heartbreaking sort of so it was like very different emotions in the first week but like I said when the week was wrapped and um, we you know we spent weekends reflecting on everything the next Monday I woke up and I was more rational it was not so much emotional anymore but much more about like logic and understanding that you know like somebody said in my comments when I posted this on Instagram that when one door door is closed or shut the other one is open and of course there will be opportunities there and actually you're right like it's end of the year and like rationally I was even happy because having more time off for reflection for realizing what's the next year is holding up for you what uh what are the how do you want to navigate your journey moving forward and in general i think i mentioned even in the beginning of this year that i want to do the home renovations and i never had a time for this and we're like for almost two years we're just postponing the project and i was like finally (laughs) i'm gonna do the home renovations finally i'll have free time for that as well as other side projects like starting writing the book and all of that so i was just like rationally the next week was yes finally i'll have time that was like very relieving that even though it's heartbreaking there is always the bright side to any negative perspective and again like i said i still feel privileged not everybody can do this because if I were dependent on this company visa, it will be a, not a very bright situation. If I would be in US, I think I will not get any severance payment and I will be cut off very suddenly. And, you know, it really depends on the context. So for me, it resulted being actually pretty positive thing. But I wouldn't say it's always like this, to be honest. So it's like, take it with a grain of salt. I think it would depend on the context and the situation. Many companies are not even able to provide you the security. So many people would work like contractors on a freelance visa, meaning that they have no securities, no severance package and all of that. So it depends. But like I said, yes, just to repeat again, but... um, but for me, it was a good thing at the end, even though it's it's still heartbreaking. I mean, I think it can be both things. I think that with many big changes or important moments in lives or even any sort of breakup, it's like it's a good thing on one hand, but it's painful at the same time. And it's OK to experience both uh, both worlds of feelings. So I think that you also unpacked a little some of the reflection uh, themes that you had and what you plan on doing ahead. Uh, but I think that this is one of the most interesting um, parts to this conversation is what, what did this event prompt you to start doing more of self-reflection on one hand? Maybe you want to talk a bit about some personal plans that you're able to tend to uh due to this news and what do you think is in for you in store for you in the next um couple of months maybe next year what what's the plan now (laughs) yeah i think that's the next logical next question um and okay so if i'm trying to be brief here i think i've started realizing that i need to break and i was like okay this until the end of the year i'm doing nothing (laughs) that was my first gut reaction i was like I'm definitely not involved in any project. I'm definitely not involved in any hiring processes. I want to, you know, have some time off and sleep on it and decide what I want to do and just focus on my projects. But to be completely honest, when I started receiving all those incoming HR opportunities, I realized that that's um, that's like the, this wave <laughs> of jobs right now, especially in Czech Republic. For some reason, every every single tech company 
and I don't even exaggerate, literally every single tech company I know is looking for designers. And I feel like it connects, it's, it is connected to the end of the year and realizing that next year there will be more work and they need to find designers before the beginning of the next year. So I decided to sort of, well, first, even though I wanted to take some time off and not get involved in any hiring process. When I saw this wave, I realized I probably need to catch it. I probably want to, as I said, like be picky and look what's out there, whether I see myself kind of being able to choose instead of just jumping into something that's just available at the moment, you know. So because the market is really open right now, I I, I needed to start doing this. And so all the side projects I was planning to do kind of pushed, were pushed a little bit to the next year. There are side projects I wanted to, to do for a while now. It was like starting an email list, wrapping and preparing the workshop I wanted to run around with my community and even like starting being more proactive as I was writing the book because I have like a curriculum but I have like some some notes I wanted to start organizing those and start reframing those in a book format but I yeah the the job I guess the market sort of hinted me that I should probably first figure this out and uh, and then move on to the next things. But to be very honest, I even though I'm trying to start um, like the hiring process applications right now, I will not. I, I don't want to start working until the February or maybe even March next year. So basically, for the first time in maybe like ten years or more, my winter will be jobless. And I just I'm so excited about it. <laughs> And I know everybody will be jealous right now as I'm saying this, but I'm so happy that this this winter I'll probably not do any like work-related stuff. I'll do side projects, I'll do design projects, but not for like, you know, like a like typical job where you have to sync with team and do those priorities and I don't know, deliver on time and all of that. I will be just doing what I want to do. So um, first priorities talking to different companies. That's where I am at at the moment. Actually, particularly this week will be crazy because I have a lot of a lot of interviews. Like I think only this week I'll have every day two, three, some days even four interviews. Some of them will be test tasks. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot. Next step also for me to start the renovation. So until the end of the year, we're doing the home renovation project. Um, we probably will start the whole construction thing in February. We will see how it goes. And then the beginning of the next year, that's where I plan to finish all those started side projects, which I started this year, but never been able to completely finish and, and start, you know, <laughs> start just having. <laughs> so that's the plan. So I guess this is actually in a way good news for your audience as well, right? <laughs> I mean, I think so. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good that you will be able to uh, finish, uh, finalize the 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 exciting projects that you had um, in store for them. So, I mean, yeah. I it, at first just at first when you told me, I felt. Um, also a bit overwhelmed by the news it felt awful oh my god I'm so sorry for her that she has to go through this this is so when I processed the news it felt like oh it must be awful to like wake up and learn that 
the world as you know it is not the same starting I don't know sometimes tomorrow sometimes in two months but then like immediately I think for me because I wasn't emotionally involved at the same level as you are obviously it was like oh wait I think that it's actually gonna serve her good I think I think that she actually needs a break so it, it pretty it, it was pretty surprising for me that you didn't take a longer break I think it was a great opportunity to take some rest but I guess it's just how we are I also I start every week saying that today I'm going to work, this week I'm going to work like just two days. I just want to rest for the rest of the week. And I end up working six days. And it's the same every, every week. I think that some people are just like that. They need to work. I don't know what's causing this. I'm into therapy. <laughs> so I hope that one day I will find out. But I do understand this drive of doing things. And even when when you decide I'm going to create a space for their home renovation, I'm going to create a space for my personal projects. They're just, there's just like this force driving us to do work, to be there, involved in projects with teams, with people working, solving design problems. So it's really hard to, even in, in moments when like the boundaries are so obviously traced, I mean, it's, it's a job ending, you have some free time, take it, take it. <laughs> we, we, most, most designers, or I mean, many people won't take it. So um, that's also interesting to observe. And it's something that I really relate to. It's also, I think that indeed the design industry is, is, is in a very good moment right now. It's booming. It's not just um, in, uh, in the Czech country. I think it's, it's all over the world. I see a lot of job openings. I see a lot of people struggling to find designers to recruit. But just a, just a disclaimer here, mostly it's, it, it happens around senior roles and designers who have had a couple of years in the design industry. But definitely, there's like, generally speaking, um, there are a lot of opportunities right now. So I think it's hard to like resist them or feel like maybe I will miss this just to take some rest. Who needs rest? <laughs> I mean, I'm just joking. We all need rest. And I always talk about how we should like recharge and pause and take mental breaks. But I totally understand your drive to be there, to, to take the opportunities as they, as they come. Um, yeah. And like my thoughts around this topic, I've, I haven't been, I haven't yet experienced something uh, like this. I, I kind of hope I never will, although I don't think it's something as bad as it feels like, or as, as bad as you'd think it, it would be like, and you're living proof. I mean, I, I really don't want to minimize other people's experience. Some people may have had a very tough time, uh, especially with the layoffs that happened early COVID when companies just panicked and, and nobody was hiring and they cut off a lot of roles. And you've mentioned that as well, that it was a completely different story back then. And I think that it was traumatic and, and like the world was just an uncertain place on so many levels with the, with the pandemic and also with uh, losing your job. So I think that it can be extremely tough and a very difficult time. And psychologically, I, th I feel like you feel um, insecure you feel like the, the world is not a safe place anymore, that the things that you might normally expect, like having a job, like can disappear overnight. And it's just, it can be very shocking. One interesting point to, to all the layoffs that I've seen in the last couple of years is, is how the industry mobilizes to help those people. I mean, it's, it's almost any other day that I see on LinkedIn, some company that had the design team um, fired and then those designers get viral 
post, posting about their story and posting about their need to find another job and then recruiters mobilize and other designers mobilize and the entire network is there to support them and I think that's such a beautiful thing to witness and Sometimes, I mean, if I if I were to imagine getting fired, I would have this 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 safety net, if you want this 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 feeling that the community will support me. That then the the world is actually not a bad place. It's just a bad thing that happened. But but I will be uh, I won't be completely alone in this journey. Um, so yeah, I feel that there are exciting times for you ahead, and I'm looking forward to see. Uh, the projects that you've been postponing. I think that this is like a sign from God. <laughs> Anfisa finished the projects that your community is so excited to get. And, and and actually they say you should be very careful with your wishes because honestly I was in October like traveling. I was like so tired. I was like, oh gosh, I need some time off. I need, to, maybe I need to take a month off, not just like, I don't know, Christmas vacations, but like more more time. And as soon as I wanted this, like just a month later, like there you go, you wake up. No, like like a home alone, you know, sorry. <laughs> you just wake up and there are no parents. So, well, yeah, I'm just saying that you should be careful with your desire, like wishes. Sometimes it happens um, that you get what you ask for. But I, I agree with you that our industry is just, first of all, we, we were talking a lot about design industry in general, that it's fantastic, that we're lucky to work in the design uh, scene and that the community is amazing and honestly I just I'm beyond grateful for all the support I received from from people as well I didn't post it like on LinkedIn I didn't announce it too publicly I was trying to just hold it to my community mainly but um but I mean people who've learned and some people have learned about it I don't even know how like people I worked with very much in the past like five years ago in the US and they're not involved in the the companies I'm working with anymore but they they've somehow figured out and they reached out and they were so kind and many offered you know like some support people who found jobs recently said like oh we're hiring like I can recommend you and all so I'm, I'm really really grateful for all the kind words all the support all the opportunities that this market is offering other people this episode somehow turned out to be more positive than I was like supposed to whine and said like, oh, the world is so bad right now. I'm just, <laughs> but actually it, it, it's true. Like we are at least at this point, we're in a good place um, and I'm happy we're in the same community. And even if something bad happens, like you said, there is a safety net, there is a community which is very responsive and kind and supportive. Yeah, I kind of also expected that we'll be talking more about the awful side of getting fired, but I think that it's also... A good thing, again, with being mindful uh, about the people that have experienced that awful side and that had like a prolonged period of processing the news and having to adapt and figure out what they want, what they're going to do with their lives or maybe had many months or sometimes years struggling to find their next opportunity, their next job. I feel like that's also a reality and we definitely don't want to dismiss it by being, but this is just Anfisa's story and I feel that um, it's probably the story of many more designers out there who kind of felt like um, in the end it, it turned out to be an opportunity for them. It turned out to be something that accelerated their career growth or that helped them land jobs or uh, end up in teams and in projects and working on products that they're more excited about. And, and I think that 
maybe this is also a lens without forcing the toxic positivity thing. Uh, oh, everything that happens is good, actually. It's not always good. I mean, the bad feelings exist. The, the hard time processing it is, is a reality. But at the same time, there is a positive lens to anything of this sort, um, to any event of this sort. And we're, I'm kind of happy that we shed shed that positive light as well on this conversation and yeah hopefully if there there's anyone out there who has experienced a job loss or is will be experiencing it will, will like refer to this 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 angle in the future or looking back reflecting back on their experience and thinking maybe maybe if I'm honest it it kind of helped me uh find this new job that was better or this place that I felt more excited about and 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 if if it ever happens to you know that you'll probably find a lot of support in the design community and a lot of new opportunities so i think that you just need to go in that with with the hope and and not be afraid to ask for support i think it's also something that people might be sometimes ashamed to talk about like oh i lost my job it, what if what if i'm not valuable enough to be kept even though sometimes it's the, the conversation doesn't I mean most of the times the conversation doesn't happen on those terms it just happens that they're restructuring they're closing entire teams or product lines or I don't know offices in different cities it, it's it's not personal it's not we're gonna keep that person but that person mm, they're not very good we're gonna fire them it's not like that uh, well sometimes it can be like that but most of the times it's not so I think that despite the fact that it's very political and it's just like the company strategy some people tend to experience it very and it's normal to experience it very personally and take it personally and consider their worth and reconsider am I a good designer how 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 is it possible that I was like fired and and I know that it happened to the best of us I mean I know huge designers that have had have, that have gone through it so it's it's a reality that happens it's um, it's not about your self-worth and it's nothing to be ashamed of. And if you've experienced that and you go out in the community, the support and the encouragement that you'll find, I think, are worth the the temporary shame that you might be experiencing talking about this kind of uh, event publicly. So with that in mind, I, I don't think we have our top three findings for today. I just want to ask you if you want to add anything or if there's anything before we, we wrap up this episode. <laughs> No, I agree with you. It's not that we can frame it into like, do this, do this, think this. It's it's kind of personal journey for sure. And no matter how many tips we will share, try to help be helpful in at least in the format of podcast. I think it's still a personal journey you would have to look or take um, because it, there are a lot of variables, like I said, like, like also Miana mentioned, sometimes it's more heartbreaking. And especially if you're in the beginning of your journey, I think like yeah like you want to mention it could be really hard so i mean the only tip i can say here that if it happens to you don't be afraid to reach out to individually to people you believe or trust in you can even find a mentor to talk about it through to help you build in this perspective for me it was easy to build because probably um yeah i mean i'm just realizing the opportunities right now that's why it was kind of easy to take in but uh but i feel like if you're in the dark and you're you're not sure what's the future holding for you again like I feel like having the support of the community don't be afraid to reach out and maybe even book a mentor somewhere in the DP list or something or even reach out on Instagram anywhere you prefer but 
talking to people maybe who especially went through this and just sharing what you're feeling, what you're going through, really helps you to release this energy that maybe you're confused or something and also build the perspective. So the perspective is the key in any of those situations. When one door shuts, the other one is open. Even if you're in the beginning of the career, designer market is really active right now. So I'm sure you'll be able to find it, especially since you were probably working in a good company. And I mean, that's already something in your CV. So you kind of have an experience and you can talk about it. Just be honest and I'm sure it will be okay at the end of it. Um, I think, yeah, another thing I wanted to mention before we wrap it up is probably there will be a lot of questions um, about the hiring process, about the stages I'm going through, about maybe, I don't know, questions I'm being asked by recruiters, by design managers, by design teams. So if there is something interesting and particularly for you guys, just um, don't be afraid to submit your question. So if you're listening on Spotify, there is a box where you can just drop your question and we will make sure to cover it in the next episodes. Otherwise, I'm going to also attach the link with the little questionnaire. It's like two questions only. So feel free to submit your question there. It's anonymous. Any questions are okay. We are really happy to receive them. We would want to make this podcast relevant to you. So yeah, don't be afraid to submit the question. And uh, I will definitely try to keep you informed about my process and the company I'm going to go for, hopefully. If I'm going to get the opportunity, of course. But <laughs> yeah, just don't be afraid to ask you questions. We'll try to maybe also talk more in depth about all those stages that designers are going through in the hiring process. Um, that's it, I guess, right? I guess that's it. Thank you for listening, dear listener. Um, we hope to see you in future episodes and go check out our past episodes as well. Follow Honest UX Talks on Instagram and um, yeah, we're just happy to have you. We're happy to have had this conversation. Thank you, Anfisa, for opening up to myself and to our audience and uh, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.